What is going on the Isles Meetups Pod, episode 17, and tonight we are joined by my good friend Kevin Carney, the founder of Isles Meetup Tampa, original member of Isles Meetup Charlotte, the one of the original six, as we like to call, call each other, and uh, just an all-around awesome dude. So Kevin, what's going on, brother? What's happening? Happy nah. to be here. Thanks for having me on. Happy to have you. So it, it we kind of joked before we uh, started recording. Kevin has the uh, the game on behind that I'm kind of trying to watch on the big screen, but it's also kind of fitting that the Islanders are wearing the Fisherman, the reverse retro tonight. <laughs> and Kevin has publicly displayed his hatred of the logo. And it's just so perfect that they're wearing it tonight. <laughs> and we're not going to spend like hours breaking this down and kevin's kind of already shared why he has a kind of a sour taste in his mouth about the fishermen and i'm sure there's a lot of islander fans that are similar to kevin and in, in their thinking but what what are your takes on the on the twist with the reverse retro and like the navy and not so much teal do you, do you feel like they did a better job or actually you still hate it <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, you're never going to get me to like the fisherman jersey, but um, you know, it's it's part of it's part of the, the you know the legacy of of the team, right? I mean, it, it's part of the history, so I know it's never going to go away, and and of course, I totally understand. You know, you know, the, some of the younger generation of Islander fans kind of grew up with that, and that's how they identify with the team. So maybe I've softened up a little bit. I don't know. Maybe that's just me getting old. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but. Um, I, you know the the new the the version that they they rolled out this year. Um, I mean, it's 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 nice. You know, it's not as um, weird with all the teal and all the waves and everything that you had with that that uh, you know original uh, jersey. Um, so I guess you know from that standpoint, it's not so out there. Um, it's it's a little more appealing to the eye, I think. Um, so yeah, you know, it's kind of growing on me a little bit, I think. And I feel like they've already won more games in this version of the jersey than they did with the original. <laughs> with the original they lost fishing. the first game, and I was quick to point that out, but I, I had to shut up because they've been winning with it on. <laughs> yeah, they're bouncing back. They're bouncing back in the fishermen. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like I mentioned in, in your introduction, you know, you've been there pretty much since day one of Isles Meetups. So let's just dive into that very first meetup you know, back in 2015, 2016, that season when the Islanders were playing the Florida Panthers and Isles meetups was nothing really at that yeah. point. And uh, I, ju I just started the account and kind of threw up a blind Hail Mary tweet and <laughs> wanted to see if any other Islander fans in the Charlotte area wanted to get together to watch the game. And I always say that you were the first person i saw when i walked in because i yeah. saw your bossy jersey staring right at me and i was like all right <laughs> i got this guy so yep. i guess walk me through like what it was like on the other side because i know what it was like on my side but what was it like for you to you know find this and then go to that first meetup well we we had just moved to when i say we i'm talking about my wife jessica and i we had just moved to charlotte from dallas texas um 
And like we had just moved here the month before. So we weren't even here like barely a month when I saw that tweet. I'm, you know, I've been, I had been on Twitter and I'm always, I was always tweeting about the Islanders and whatever. Uh, anyway, um, so I was already like looking for Islander related uh, information and I stumbled across Isles Meetup Charlotte and I'm like, and then I don't know how many followers he had. It couldn't have been many, couldn't maybe have been three. Than, <laughs> couldn't have been more than 20. But I saw the tweet, right? And I was like, what is this? You know, I guess, man, I got to I gotta go see what this is all about, right? So I said to Jessica, let's go. I'm going, you know? So, uh, you know, we met downtown and um, I had no idea what to expect, you know? Uh, I, th- I thought it was just amazing that there were other Sh- Islander fans here in Charlotte, you know, getting ready to watch a playoff game. I mean, and that in and of itself was, uh, you know, kind of an amazing feat. <laughs> the fact that the Islanders are even in the playoffs. So to be able to watch a Islander playoff game in another city with other Islander fans was, was awesome. I mean, I, I, I that to me was like icing on the cake. I, I, I couldn't have expected it to become any bigger than it, than it ha- has become, you know? So that, that was pretty cool. Just the first time, getting together with Islander fans is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. And RIP to the, that original location. I, what was it? Blackfin, right? It was the Blackfin pub. Yeah. In the epicenter, uh, in downtown Charlotte or uptown Charlotte, as they call it here. Um, and, uh, you know, the epicenter has gone bankrupt. So, so a few of the restaurants and entertainment venues there are no longer around, but, I mean, you can talk about where we are now and where we've been since then. Yeah, uh, that that was literally like the only <laughs> the only time that we were at another establishment other than a hooligans owned bar. You know, yeah. we did go to their other location down in Ballantyne, but it's the same owner and it was like the same vibe. So, yeah, it, it really ever since day two, we've been with hooligans. So that was the only <laughs> other time, which is kind of funny. Yeah, and they and I mean hooligans has been amazing, and uh, I don't know if they listen to your podcast. I hope one of them does. I hope probably hope, not. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but they've been, I mean, awesome. Like since day one, you know, they've been unbelievably accommodating. I mean, the fact that they hung two TVs outside the bar when we were too big to fit inside the bar, and it was I think it was like at the tail end of the you know the COVID restrictions, so they couldn't even have us in the bar we're sitting outside and it just so happened, you know, that games were being played in, in the summer. So we're all out there with our lawn chairs and, you know, you know, in shorts and our Islanders shirts, you know, watching the, watching the playoffs and, you know, these two huge TVs are hanging out, hanging outside the bar. It's great. I mean, we had like like game seven against Tampa, you know, in that last playoff series, we had like 150, 200 Islander fans in Charlotte. And these are all locals. These are not like people didn't drive to Charlotte from other cities, you know, to watch the game. These are people from, you know, mostly from the Charlotte area. Maybe they kind of came up. I know we had a couple come up from Greenville and, you know, some other areas that were within driving distance, you know, that they were like, hey, we got to get to this, you know, but uh, that was unbelievable. Yeah, I'm sure when, you know, eventually all of this fizzles out or whatever, like that will be one of those moments that I look back on and I'm like, this was special. We did something really cool and that will be definitely something I, I won't forget forever. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's funny, um, you know, 
my my son runs the uh, my son Brandon runs the New Jersey meetup, you know, and and he has a hard time getting Islander fans to drive more than a half an hour to his meetup. You know, they complain when it's more than a half an hour away. Meanwhile, here we've got guys driving two hours from Greenville, South Carolina, two hours away to come to a meetup. And the same thing happened down in Florida. I had guys, you know, um, you know, living up in Ocala, you know, it's which is like almost two hours north of Tampa, you know, driving down to the meetups in Tampa just to, to hang with other Islander fans. So, you know, so if you if you're if you're out in New Jersey watching this, you know, get to my son's meetup. All right. <laughs> Touche, touche. So I definitely want to just kind of um, talk about some of those early years. But before I do that, I do want to share a quick word from our homies at Oyster Bay Brewing Company. Oyster Bay. You have a lot of great choices when it comes to great beer. And Oyster Bay Brewing Company provides the best Long Island has to offer. Oyster Bay Brewing Company is dedicated to producing the highest quality beer, while staying true to their nautical history on the Gold Coast of Long Island. They are the creators of the renowned Barn Rocker Session Ale, available at 12 locations in the Islanders' brand new home, UBS Arena. And because Oyster Bay has increased distribution across the country, you can grab your Barn Rocker no matter which meetup group you are a part of. The Tap Room on 36 Audrey Avenue is open seven days a week, with indoor and outdoor seating, so you can experience their smooth honey ale, savory IPA, or gluten-free hard seltzers right in historic Oyster Bay. You can also shop online at OysterBayBrewing.com for curbside pickup, local delivery, or have your order shipped anywhere in the country. And if you use coupon code THPN at checkout, you get 15% off. Oyster Bay Brewing Company, Long Island's Gold Coast Brewery. Beautiful. So yeah, you know, back to that very first meetup and how we kind of joke about, you know, we were the original six because, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a massive group when we first did that first meetup. And, you know, when I, I see some of these new groups get started after we've already created this network and kind of created this brand, if you want to call it, you know, they're getting 20 plus people showing up to their first meetup and i'm super jealous yeah i mean it wasn't like that for us but the beautiful thing is those six members that showed up to the first meetup have stuck around and they still consistently come they've become close friends of ours and uh, it's just awesome that we even had that special night where we went to the barclay center together and, and we're able to catch a game with mr ledecky and, you know, I'll never forget the, those other, you know, five guys that showed up and how years and years have gone by. And, you know, we've had kids, we've had, you know, people move and then come back. And it's actually funny. You moved to Tampa. Uh, Alex Sylvie moved back to New York and then mo- and you guys both made it back <laughs> to Charlotte. So yeah, you, you can't get away from us. Well, I mean, honestly, I mean, there is something special about Charlotte. You know, we were actually having this conversation amongst us, uh, I think, the other night. Um, you know, we were kind of talking about, you know, Charlotte as a city. It's been growing. It's kind of it's got a young feel to it. I don't know what it is. Um, it just seems to be very up and coming. It's a great place to be. Um, 
you know, I know I moved away and I, and I actually love Tampa. I mean, don't get me wrong. Absolutely nothing wrong with, with Tampa, Florida. Uh, you know, I started the group down there and, you know, turned the reins over to, to Rob Viala, who's doing a, a fine job down there, you know, running things, uh, you know, um, down there. So, um, there was, you know, loved it in Tampa, but, um, you know, had an opportunity to come back here and, and of course, you know, I was like, yeah, let's go, you know? <laughs> so, uh, you know, just love it here. Yeah. It, it really is, uh, just an awesome city. And, um, like you mentioned, it, it it's growing faster than, you know, I can even keep up with. I, every time I drive to a meetup in, in uptown, I'm like, wait, that, that sky rises new. That's <laughs> like, it just yeah. literally is building like crazy, building like crazy. Which is yeah. awesome because that just means more more Islander New York, fans. <laughs> more New Yorkers must be moving here, and potentially more Islander fans. So yeah, that's true. The group will just keep growing, and it's funny that same night, that very first meetup, we had our our few tables together, and Jim Nine, who you know obviously, just happened to be in Blackfin that night for dinner, and he was walking by, and he was like what's what is this like why, why are you guys oh, i didn't together? hear that story i didn't know that wow yeah so he he stopped by for like a couple of minutes because he was out to dinner with his friends and family so he couldn't like stay for the rest of the game mm-hmm. but he was just walking by and he was just like what is this i'm coming to the next one and then obviously he came for years and years until he moved to connecticut and he recently hit me up and he wants to start an isles meetup rhode island group because i guess where he is in connecticut is actually closer to the Rhode Island uh, cities and another, you know, back to that very first meetup and another group is going to be kind of branching off from it. So it's cool that uh, we might have another new England Isles meetup group. Yeah. And I, and you know, I think as as people have caught on to the Isles meetup, you know, I mean, obviously we've had a lot of help from the Islanders with some advertisement and, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, you've been doing a great job, you know, promoting the group, you know, all over the place. Right. I mean, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Reddit. I think we're in a, We have a Reddit group or whatever. So, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, people are seeing what we're doing and how much fun we're having. And they go, wait, I want to do that, you know. <laughs> and uh, I, I get that it's, you know, in some of these cities, it's hard, um, you know, to get Islander fans to show up and, and there may just may not be a whole lot of Islander fans where some of these people live. I mean, my first meetup in Tampa was, was me and, and my son and Rob Viala, you know, I had flown my son down from New Jersey and, and it was the three of us, you know, and the first few meetups was, you know, two, three people, but I didn't care. I was watching the game, you know? So if, if there were people there, great. If not, I'm watching the game anyway. So um, that's kind of how I looked at it. I, I, you know, but it just grew. I mean, you know, they, they've got a pretty solid, uh, you know, core group down there in Tampa. And I, I see that happening in a lot of the other cities, you know, they're getting their core guys, you know, and they're showing up, you know, consistently. So, and, you know, you know, the guys that are doing the meetups, you know, they're kind of following in our footsteps with some of the ideas that we've had, you know, like doing raffles, you know, 50 fifties, you know, and the team has been unbelievable sending us swag like hats, scarves, shirts, you name it um, for the playoff games. They sent us all this the handouts that they gave out at, at you know, the arena. They sent us boxes of this, of this stuff. So, 
um, you know, unbelievable support from them. And, you know, people, when they come to the meetups and they get a hat, they get a shirt, they're like, oh, this is awesome, you know, free stuff. You know, so, <laughs> so it kind of gives them a little, you know, extra incentive to come because they get the playoff shirt that nobody else has, you know, like, where'd you get that playoff shirt? You know, so that part's pretty cool. So absolutely. And I guess that's a perfect time since we're talking about shirts to talk about our friends at Dynasty Hockey Co. There you go. Launched in 2020, Dynasty Hockey Co. captures the unique history, the colorful personalities, and the enduring excitement of the New York Islanders. Drawing on inspiration from the worlds of music, film, and art, and applying it to hockey culture, the apparel created by Dynasty Hockey Co., is uniquely its own. It was created exclusively for Lifelong Islander fans by Lifelong Islander fans. So head over to DynastyHockey.co and use promo code THPN for $3 off of any t-shirt. That's DynastyHockey.co using promo code THPN for $3 off any t-shirt. Beautiful. So, you know, fast forward a couple of years after that very first meetup, you get relocated to Tampa, Florida. So, you know, at this point, we didn't really expand to other cities. It was really just the Charlotte group, the the D.C. group, and then Brian with, you know, the Long Island group. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, that that's when kind of the light you know, it was you moving that really like sparked this like idea, like, wait, like let's branch out to other cities. Yeah. Like we need to have groups all over the place. And, you know, Florida, everyone knows, you know, there's so many snowbirds. There's only so many re- retirees that move down to Florida. And then just, there's a lot of people my age also that just pick up and move to Florida. Yeah. And it made sense. And then that's what got me thinking like, all right, who else do I know around the, the, the country who are Islander fans? And that's when, you know, Brett and the Philly group that, that sparked it. And I was like, Oh, got to reach out to Brett and see if he wants to do this. And you know, there, there is sometimes a little hesitation. They're like, oh, I don't know if there's really a lot of Islander fans oh, here. Yep. <laughs> that <laughs> and, happened to me in Florida. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, you know, Fast forward a couple of years later and, you know, we're getting over a hundred Islander fans sitting together in those two cities. Like, you know, not, not let alone like just a hundred Islander fans in the arena, but actually sitting together, organized, starting the chance, doing pre games. And Mm -hmm. it's, it kind of just is like, we're just getting started. Like we, we can really just continue to, to grow. And, uh, we're, we're seeing that, you know, we got Myrtle, Bre- Myrtle Beach is having their meet at their first meetup. St. Louis is having their first meetup. Uh, Chicago's having their first meetup next yeah. week. So like all of these new groups are Tokyo. You know, even we got, we got Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I should mention about Tokyo. Um, Dylan is in the, in the military and you know, when we talked, he, he was, very like upfront and honest, like, you know, he, he wanted to get hockey fans together and then kind of see if there were Islander fans or get someone to just kind of recruit some Islander fans. 
because you know let's be real it's it's tokyo like yeah i don't think there's too many that have ties to the new york islanders but literally a week or two after getting his unbelievable logo logo he got the papers saying that he was getting relocated Oops. and stationed in in nashville so like you know, uh, l- luckily we have a Nashville group, so he'll be able to combine forces there. But okay. um, it, it was kind of a bummer. And, and I, I, my brother was in the military. I know how that goes. It's kind of yeah. like short lived. Yeah. Yeah. They can drop you wherever they need to. And yep. uh, that's kind of where but it was cool while it lasted. It was cool <laughs> while it lasted. And I, I definitely want to just really focus on, you know, the United States and, and Canada at the moment, just because uh, I, I still think there's some markets we haven't tapped into that could be, you know, great spots for the the meetup groups. But I guess let, let's talk about those original days of Isles Meetup Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like what went into finding your spot. And I, I can't even remember. Did you initially land on North 30? Right. That was the name of it. Or yeah, that was our first. Place, yeah. First and only spot. Yep. Um, I did a lot of research. I went to a lot of bars, which, you know, I kind of do anyway. So, you know, it wasn't, wasn't that hard (laughs) to visit a lot of bars. Um, but, um, no, I was specifically looking for sports types, type of bars, place that had a lot of TVs, a lot of space. Um, and I, it was like a Sunday afternoon and I, and I, you know, I found this, I found this bar North 30th and advertised itself as a sports bar it was only about maybe a 10 minute drive north of downtown tampa um so it was kind of close enough to downtown that i thought you know it might be a good location because really in downtown tampa there's there's really like only one sports bar and it's called hatricks and that is like a tampa lightning bar like you can't you i wasn't going in there that's definitely that was out so um so I walked in there on a Sunday afternoon and uh, it was packed with New York Giants fans. I mean, it had to be like 100 New York Giants fans in there. And I'm like, holy smokes, this has got to be it, you know? So I, you know, asked for the manager and Iris came out and, you know, I introduced myself and I said, hey, I want to, I would like to do this with Taki, you know, I, you know, the New York Islanders. And, she had never even heard of the New York Islanders. Like she, <laughs> the Islanders. What are the Islanders? <laughs> she's like, it's like okay, you know. Uh, so, yeah, and that was that was pretty much it. She just, I, you know, I just said, hey, you know, if you could just set us up, and she, we had like the patio, like it was great. They had four t- huge TVs out there, sound, everything. It was outside, you know, and it's Florida, so every day was gorgeous, you know. Oh yeah, and um, so it was like instant perfection, you know, and they were absolutely awesome from day one, you know, hosting us and waiting on us. They put reserved signs on all the tables for us. You know, she's, you know, she would ask me how many people I thought were coming and I would always, you know, way overestimate. I'm like, Oh, we got 25, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah. So that, I mean, you know, she's, she was, she was great. Uh, Iris. She, uh, she really did a, a good job helping us out. Yeah. And then I guess fast forward, I guess, how many years did you run it? Two or not even two? I was, yeah, I was, uh, you know, I was barely down there two years when I decided to switch gears and come back up to Charlotte. Um, 
but I, I knew I had at least a handful of guys there that all were, you know, very capable of, of running the group. And Rob seemed to be the most enthusiastic and he was there from day one. And, you know, he was kind of like the first guy I asked. So, um, you know, so I, you know, I, I tapped him on the shoulder and, you know, he was rather upset that I was leaving, but, you know, but it was a great opportunity for him to kind of step up and, you know, show, show us what he's got and show, you know, some leadership skills and, you know, he's been doing a great job, you know, ever since. And you, you went out in style, like you're, oh yeah, you're, you're kind of like Chara going out on your last shift and scoring a goal on, <laughs> on your last <laughs> game. Like, you know, you, you, you knew when, when it, your, your time was up and when you were coming back to Charlotte and you threw an absolute rager of a pregame and group section and, I had to fly down for it. Like I, I came from yeah. Charlotte. Um, a lot of my, my friends from the Charlotte group also came down and it was kind of just an unbelievable, unbelievable send off. And you even had Rob shrimp come. <laughs> so I guess talk, talk about that day. Yeah. I, and um, I mean, I was, I, I was kind of, or I had already known that, that, that I was kind of leaving the Tampa area that, you know, that was kind of getting teed up about six months prior. Um, and honestly, I would have done the same thing regardless of whether I was leaving or not, you know, every, it, you know, I kind of kept trying to top myself every time either the Islanders came down or, you know, the next meetup, you know, I was constantly trying to think of something that would be cool or different, you know, maybe something new to hand out. I mean, you know, even before that February 8th, um, you know, uh, pregame or whatever it was, um, you know, I was reaching out to, you know, Brittany Grice, who was sending me boxes of swag. I've got, I had, I, she was sending me stuff like at least once a month, you know, pucks, you know, shirts, hats, pictures, <laughs> all signed by Tom Grice. And, you know, we were doing like 50, 50 raffles and raffling that stuff off. And I would, you know, send her money. Um, I mean, it, honestly, it wasn't a whole lot of money. It was like a hundred bucks here, 50 bucks there or whatever. But I mean, she was awesome sending me that stuff. So, so when it came to, you know, that February 8th game, um, I was like, you know, what can I do that'll top, maybe even top what Mikey's done, you know, like, <laughs> so, so I started looking around on Twitter to see, uh, you know, if there were maybe any you know, retired Islanders, you know, in the, in the Florida area. And I was already following Rob, Rob Shrimp on Twitter. Um, and he's, he was pretty active. He's still pretty active on Twitter. And um, I'm like, yeah, let me, I, I saw that he lived somewhere in Florida. I kind of guessed he was maybe, you know, south of Tampa. I wasn't exactly sure where. So, you know, I kind of took a shot in the dark and I just sent him a, a direct message on Twitter. And I said, hey, uh, you know, we're going to have a bunch of Islander fans, you know, here in, in February. You know, would you like to come? I'll, I'll buy the ticket. And he answered me like 15 minutes later. He's like, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> He was so cool. Um, yeah. He was such a nice guy. And, and, you know, so we set that all up and he, he didn't want the thing to be, you know, the event to be about him. I mean, we did mention that he was going to be there and he, he was pretty low key, which is, you know, he, which was cool. You know, he, he didn't want it, you know, to be the center of attention, but he hung out with us the whole, all, you know, the whole pregame. Um, we also had, uh, you know, uh, Pat, the sign guy came down with, with, with his wife, Dale, um, 
you know, a bunch of people came down uh, to that game. We had over 200 Islander fans, you know, I would say 250 in that neighborhood. Um, you know, we had, we had a, we had breakfast that morning, you know, we met, we met a bunch of Islanders cause they were staying in the hotel right above us. Um, you know, so we had, we had breakfast and then we, we had the pregame at Harpoon Harry's, uh, it was, uh, it was quite the day. Yeah. And it was a beautiful day. And then like literally a week later, the country shut, like shut down because of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it was insane. Yeah. But yeah, it was, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun that day for sure. It, it sure was. And I was, I'm still to this day, super you know, glad that I was able to, to catch, catch that one. And, you know, it was when my life was a little bit easier and like we were talking about before <laughs> yeah. recording, we were able to do those kinds of things, but now yeah. add a, a two-year-old and won't be taking quick weekend trips to Tampa any anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, I, I want to definitely dive into, you know, just some more, Islanders talk really I, I want to hear your story as an Islander fan and you know you you're the first person that we've had on the show that experienced all four cups as a as a diehard Islander fan so I want to hear that because <clears throat> I wasn't born yet <laughs> uh, so you know I just want to kind of hear what what it was like on Long Island those times because you know hockey was a little bit different and less televised and less, less publicized than it is now. And yeah, I, I definitely want to hear your story about that. But before we do that, I do have to quickly tell you about our sponsor DraftKings. The NFL playoff pitcher is locked in and my go-to go-to place for the wild card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL to kick off the road to the Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this weekend. Just place an NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good, why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else? So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, Kevin, can you pinpoint when you became a New York Islander fan? Yeah. Um, actually, uh, I... I don't even remember what year it was. I want to say it was 1979, um, somewhere in that neighborhood. It was before the Islanders had won their first cup. Um, I was like nine, 10 years old, I guess. And um, I had never heard of the Islanders. I didn't really know what hockey was. I mean, I saw it on TV once in a while and, you know, it, it, it wasn't really a thing in, in our household. You know, uh, we grew, you know, I grew up around, you know, baseball, pretty much being the, and basketball really being like the dominant sports on TV, you know, in, in my household and even football, I guess. Um, I mean, I was a Mets fan, you know, that was, that to me was like, you know, the, my team and, and that was the sport I loved. Um, I wanted to be Tom Seaver <laughs> when I was a kid, you know? Um, 
And my dad had gotten a couple of free tickets. I don't know where he got them from, some friend of his or whatever, uh, to a game. It was like a weekday game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And um, he couldn't take me because he was working. And, you know, he gave them to my mom and said, you know, take one of the kids. And I don't know if I drew a, drew the short straw or whatever it was. I don't know. Because um, it was me and my brother. So uh, so she took me. And I remember sitting there. We had great seats. And I was absolutely blown away. I I couldn't believe what was unfolding in front of my eyes. Like these guys flying around on the ice, hitting into each other, you know, fighting, you know, slamming into the boards. Um, it was just... I, I, I was instantly hooked and I, from that, from that moment forward, I just couldn't get enough of hockey. And shortly thereafter, you know, the Islanders started winning Stanley cups, you know, and, and I mean, at the time, I, I don't really think I knew or realized, you know, the magnitude of winning the Stanley cup. And I mean, and when they were winning like, you know, two in a row, three in a row, four in a row, it was like, it almost became an expectation that they were going to win. You know, I mean, imagine that, right? <laughs> it's hard to imagine. Um, it is. I, I actually thought it was kind of a, you know, when, when they, when it was, they were going for the fifth cup. I mean, the Islanders actually had gone to the Stanley cup final five years in a row. And in that fifth year, you know, they came out with that moniker or, uh, or their logo uh, drive for five. And I thought that was just a little, you know, presumptuous, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you know, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But, but there was like this assumption that they were going to win, you know. Um, and you know, the atmosphere on Long Island at that time. I remember, you know, I wasn't driving at the time because I was still, you know, I wasn't old enough to drive. But I remember riding my bike around the neighborhood or being on the school bus, you know. And I remember during the playoffs in those last, you know, the, when they were winning the, you know, like the third cup, fourth cup, and then in the finals for the fifth cup banners hanging from people's houses, you know, like homemade banners, you know, let's go Islanders. Like, like you don't see that now. I mean, it, I mean, it was just unbelievable. Um, you know, and, and, you know, as the years have gone on since those days, you know, you just kind of realize how, how special that was, you know? Um, and, you know, now that the, you know, that with the advent of free agency and salary caps and all that kind of stuff, you know, that the odds of that happening ever again for any team, you know, are slim to none. So, um, you know, we, we absolutely were, you know, we're treated to, to some of the most amazing, you know, hockey and, and the most amazing playoff run in, in hockey history. And, you know, I feel, you know, lucky and, fortunate enough to have witnessed that especially during my you know my high school years and and being able to stick it to the range of fans you know <laughs> so absolutely <laughs> but uh yeah it was it was a great time um it was very cool and from what i've heard you know because you you grew up on eastern long island like like myself and in, in east islip and you know traditionally the players for the the New York Islanders don't really make it out that way much. But yeah. during those, you know, dynasty years, it was very common to rub elbows with the Islanders. Like those players were all over the island. And 
Yeah. I grew up in Deer Park and there's this hole in the wall. I'm talking like a hole in the wall bar. Like Kevin, you might not even go to this bar. Like it's bad. And <laughs> I remember going to that bar when I was 15, 16 years old, because it really like no, no rules applied there. Yeah. And I remember looking around and, you know, they have a bunch of pictures from the eighties hanging up and I'm looking at, I'm like, wait, that's Clark Gillies. Like, and, and they literally brought the Stanley cup to this yeah. hole in the wall. It's called, you need a rest. And it's right on Deer Park Avenue. It's still there. And if you drive by, you'd be like, holy crap. I can't believe the Stanley cup was ever in that place. Yeah. So like, do you, do you have any cool stories of, of kind of rubbing elbows with any of the players or hearing about you know anything like that no not really i mean you know at the time i mean i didn't even have i didn't have season tickets to the to the games you know and and i rarely went to games during the those those cup years uh i i was in school didn't have money you know um didn't really have access to tickets um you know i didn't have any friends who had season tickets you know we weren't exactly well to do in those days you know so and uh and you know I, I thought people who had season tickets were, were rich, you know, I mean, that to me, it was like unheard of, you know? Uh, <laughs> so, um, so I really didn't, you know, and I wasn't really old enough to be in hanging in the bars, you know, so I didn't really get, you know, I know a lot of the players, you know, would hang out in, in certain, you know, neighborhoods or whatever. Um, so I never really, never really got to rub elbows with any of the Islanders, except for maybe, you know, uh, in later years, um, you know, I ran into, I've run into, you know, Bossy and, and Trottier and, you know, just around the Coliseum or, you know, maybe at the Marriott across the way. I mean, I, there was one, one day I ran into, uh, it was, uh, Gillies and, and Bobby Bourne. They were sitting at the bar and I, and I had an, like, a, I was talking to them for like a half an hour. I mean, they were just telling stories and they were just laughing at each other and, and, uh, I mean, just great guys. I mean, and I, and I'm, you know, I was like, couldn't believe it. I'm just sitting here listening to these stories going, Oh my God, this is like, you know, twilight zone for sure. <laughs> so touche, touche. Yeah. I, I just was always curious about, you know, what it was like as the fan experience during those years. And were you able to like, when they went far into the playoffs, like turn on, basic cable and watch these games yeah yeah i mean there were they were they were on television um i mean i really don't recall i know they were on channel nine or whatever it was um and then they would then there was sports channel so there was you know the the sports channel network um that carried all the games and you know back in those days you know the jigs and eddie called all the games you know through to the finals, you know? Um, so, you know, that was kind of a treat too. hearing your local broadcasters do all the games. And I know like in your, you know, years later when, you know, they switched up all the, the TV rules and, and now you only get maybe the first round, you know, you get to hear your local broadcaster, which kind of is a bummer, you know, like you can't hear Brendan call the games beyond the first round, which I think is, you know, awful, but, you know, it's all about money, I guess, um, these days. So, but back then, you know, that, that was pretty cool being, I mean, I, you know, I did get to see all the games on television at least. So, so that was, that was pretty neat. And I remember, you know, 
my childhood when I would watch hockey games in the early 90s. It wasn't it wasn't great watching hockey on TV. And, and that's why they introduced that like glowing puck and everything, because it was on these tube TVs. It yeah. was hard to, to even see where the puck was. Yeah. But I would have to imagine during those cup runs, it was even worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the further back you go, the worse the picture was, you know, like, you know, you go back into the 70s and, you know, most people had black and white TVs, you know. So, um, yeah, it was it was. And that's of course, that's that's part of the reason why, you know, hockey was not, you know, great on television. It, you know, people weren't really watching the games. I remember my grandfather telling me, you know, he doesn't watch hockey because he can't see the puck. <laughs> but and that was back in the 70s when he said that, you know, so. Um, so yeah, um, obviously with, you know, the, the, the quality of, of TV these days and the, you know, the increased number of camera angles and, you know, the technology they have and, you know, the HD, you know, HD television, um, uh, certainly makes it a, a better viewing experience. Um, you know, and then, you know, on top of just the TV aspect of it, you know, you've got so much, I mean, we are absolutely saturated with information. Um, you know, back in the day, you couldn't you couldn't do the analysis as a fan that fans can do now with all these metrics and and stats and you know the availability of of information. You know, I see these guys doing it. You know, on Twitter they're going back and forth quoting all these numbers and things, and I'm my head spins. <laughs> I'm like I'm like I don't have the patience for that. I don't know how some of these guys can do it, but you know, 30 years ago, 40, 50 years, you couldn't do it. It, it, the information just wasn't there. You know, you had to wait for the newspaper to come out the next day to find out certain statistics, like how many shots were on goal. You know, I remember back in at the Coliseum back in, in the eighties, there was no shot clock, not even inside the arena. Did you know how many shots were shots on goal you had? There was always a, I, I guess it was like a bill people hanging up. There was a billboard that says, you know, you know, please, please get a shot clock. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's crazy, uh, you know how how advanced the game has become. So. Yeah, and and hopefully that just means hockey will continue to grow and become more accessible and popular. Yeah, because I know for myself, it's it's my favorite sport. It's my number one sport that I watch and truly am passionate about. So I always just yeah. I'm a hockey fan above everything, and then Islanders number two. Yep, same here. So, Kevin, I'm not going to ask you who is your favorite Islander of all time. I want to know your favorite island, current Islander. So not like a bossy or a Trottier or any of that. I want to know, like, on our current roster or the past, you know, 10 years or so, what, what's the, the Islander that's really kind of captured your heart? Oh, uh, that's a tough one. Um, you know, I, I really like them all. Um, I guess, uh, you know, I, I'm a defenseman, you know, when I play the game, you know, I play, I tend to, to play more defense than anything else. Uh, so I'd have to go with Pelic. Um, I think Pelic, he's, you know, it's obvious when he's not in the lineup that the Islanders, you know, struggle, you know, to keep the other teams off the score sheet. Um, you know, he chews up a lot of minutes and, you know, very durable guy, you know, I mean, the fact that he's been, you know, out this long, you know, he, he must've been really hurt. Um, 
you know, he's certainly a gamer. Um, so yeah, he's, he's definitely, uh, you know, one of my favorites. Um, I mean, I, I like Dobson as well, you know, so I, those two guys are probably my one and two. Um, it's funny, quick, quick story about Pelic when, you know, a few years ago when we were at that, uh, that game with John Ledecky, uh, at the Bark at Barkley center, um, uh, um, uh, what's, um, the Maven came in, uh, Stan Fitchler. Stan it was right on the tip of my tongue. How can I forget Stan Fisher? I've been watching Stan Fischler since the seventies. Anyway, um, he came into the, to the luxury box with us and was, you know, I was, I had him cornered. I was talking to him for like a half an hour, <laughs> but at one point, uh, Pelic, who was still, you know, fairly young defenseman at the time. And I remember, you know, fans kept kind of getting on Pelic at the time because he was young, making mistakes, and, you know, and that's, you know, kind of one of the things I, you know, kind of as a pet peeve of mine, you know, fans tend to turn on, on certain guys a little too quickly. Um, but anyway, Pellick turned over the puck and I think who, who are the, who are the Islanders playing that night? Um, the Senators. I was the Senators, right. And uh, Pellick turned the puck right over to one of the Senators and the guy popped it right into the back of the net, you know, and, and they scored. Jeez, I feel as like as I say jinxed. that, I, know, I feel like you just tour. jinxed us. Jeez, all right, I shouldn't have said it, but anyway, <laughs> Fischler, you know, we were talking, and the same exact thing happened. He saw in the, you know, this in, on the screen we were watching in the press box, Pellick turns the puck over, and Fischler flipped out. I surprised the heck out of me, and he actually said a few swear words. <laughs> which I had never seen because he was, I only, the only time I ever saw the guy was when he was on television. And the fact that he used dropped a couple of F bombs, I was like shocked. The guy, here's an 83 year old guy swearing. <laughs> I'm like, now this guy's passionate. <laughs> he sure is. But anyway, I digress. So, and then also that night, we also got to experience, Johnny Boychuck scoring his goal, scoring a goal while his dad just so happened to be kind of like bouncing from box to box. And I'll never forget how, you know, much joy and excitement one is, was on his dad's face to watch his son score. Yeah. Who, you know, at that point, Johnny Boychuk's already won a Stanley cup was a veteran played probably over 500 games at that point. And his dad was just as excited as maybe his first NHL goal. Yeah. Yeah. He, and that he, was cool to experience that. I was standing there talking to him when his son scored and he turned to me and goes, did my son just score? And I said, yeah. And he's like, he's hugging me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> that was such a fun time. Such oh a fun time. So I, I guess since we're talking about fun times and memorable times, do you have a number one Islander moment for you, you that, that stands out as being the most special? Uh, you know, it's hard to pinpoint. Um, there have been so many great times. Um, you know, I think one of the, one of the ones that kind of stands out and you can actually see above my right shoulder here, that panoramic, uh, photo there, that is the, what was supposed to be the last, home game at Nassau Coliseum, which turned out to not be the last home game at Nassau Coliseum. <laughs> um, but we didn't know at the time. 
but I took my, I flew up from, I was living in Dallas, Texas at the time. And uh, I flew up for the game. Almost didn't make it. There was like a major outage, like FAA outage. I don't know what the heck was going on. I'm, I, I basically, you know, had to run through the Dallas airport, um, knocking people, knocking old ladies over to get to the, to get to the plane. <laughs> um, but I made it up there and I got to go with my, my two sons. Um, and so that was, that was a, a fun, a fun time. Um, but there's been, I mean, there's been lots, um, you know, I didn't really get to go to a lot of those playoff games back in the, in the early eighties. So I, you know, I mean, there was one that I was at, um, some of the older Islander fans will remember when Bobby Bourne basically circled from behind the, the net, the Islander net, and basically skated through the entire Ranger team and lifted a shot over the, the, the glove of Eddie Mio, you know, Islanders, Rangers, and the and Nassau Coliseum absolutely erupted. Uh, it was, that was awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot of these meetups were, were awesome. You know, I mean that, that one night, and I hate to say it, but, uh, you know, I won't mention his name. Number 91 scored the double overtime goal. Um, when I think that was one of our first games at, at, uh, at, uh, hooligans Hooligans, and we were jumping around like a bunch of idiots (laughs) hugging each other you know um you know that that uh february 8th game down in tampa i mean seeing robbie shrimp come to to the meetup and you know all these people and my son was there and uh you guys came down from from charlotte you know brett came down from philly um so there was you know and a lot of people from everywhere um just hanging out all day and just having a great time. Um, yeah, it's, geez, it's hard to, hard to say there's just one, you know? Uh, yeah, I'm and starting. I'm sure there's a few others I'm, I'm forgetting, you know? I'm but. starting to fall in that same ballpark where, you know, I have, I feel like there's one really special moment and then there's a new one and then, <laughs> and it just keeps coming. And yeah. it's not necessarily like the best game or the most memorable like win or anything like that. It's, it's truly some of the people that we got to spend it with. And I know since you've been coming since day one, you've made lifelong friends from, from this, this meetup yeah. group as well. And a bunch of know. us just went to Mexico in October. We people, I didn't, I didn't even know these people four or five years ago and now we're on a vacation together, you know? So yeah, it's been a lot of that. Yeah. It's really, it really, it's really awesome. So awesome. So I guess, you know, usually at this point in the episode, we, we try to plug away um, some things that are upcoming for the group and you're, you're part of the Charlotte group and yet you're an integral part in Kevin likes to uh, watch way more games at hooligans than I can. <laughs> I don't, I don't really have the capacity to get to <laughs> hooligans as much as Kevin does. And yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll message me and be like, Hey, I'm going to have an impromptu meetup tonight let the bar know. And I'm like, yep, we'll do. <laughs> yep. And, and they actually appreciate that heads up. Cause we actually showed up one time, not letting them know. And, and they weren't expecting, you know, 10 of us to show up. And so, so yeah, we try to give them the heads up, but um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll do that from time to time. You know, if I know I'm free and, you know, we did a couple of, you know, Islander Ranger games, if it's a, a specific game, you know, that, um, you know, seems to be, something that we'd all want to watch, uh, you know, so what games against the Rangers, 
tend to stand out. Um, you know, we had um, Nick from uh, the, the Houston group come down. Uh, he was, he's been working in Tampa, uh, Tampa in Charlotte uh, from time to time. And so, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm staying a couple of blocks from hooligans. I'm like, let's go, you know? <laughs> so, so we'll, we'll try to catch a game that, you know, when he's in town um, and, you know, once in a while we'll, we'll do that. Um, I know we've got the, the game in April in Raleigh coming up. Um, that's a Sunday. I'm contemplating doing a, a little road trip. <laughs> A, yeah, a little one. <laughs> well, I drove up to Long Island this past weekend. I left on Friday night at 8.30. My father turned 80 uh, this just last week, and I surprised him. A bunch of us surprised him by showing up on Saturday, and he came downstairs on Saturday. I pulled into my parents' driveway at 6.30 in the morning. I drove straight through the night without stopping, and uh, and I'm sitting in the kitchen when he got up. He's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> But uh, I may do. Um, I may drive down to Tampa like I did for the game in October. Um, this one would be a little, a little more of an extended road trip because if I do that, I'm going to have to drive straight up to Raleigh from Tampa on Sunday. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm tired right now. I mean, I was after all the driving I did this past weekend, and and uh, you know, I played hockey on Monday night. And um, yeah, I'm just a little tired, so I don't know. April's a little, April is a little bit of ways away, though, so I got I have time to rest up. <laughs> I, I don't think I have that in me, even <laughs> even though I'm a little bit younger than you. I, I just I I would be so tired for like a month after that. But yep. that's the dedication. That's the only diehards, right? Yep, absolutely. Love so that. We got going on and i know uh bridgeport will be in in town what uh in march so yeah, I, uh that'll, that'll i truly love those games I, yeah I, it's a lot of fun i say it all the time um that's one of my favorite event every season um it's a, it's a way more family atmosphere tickets are cheaper um you know because i don't think everyone realizes charlotte's not like a, a baseball throws away from raleigh it, it's two and a half a solid two and a half hours yeah and if you're trying to do that you, you're either going to have to get a hotel or you're going to have to make the drive after the game which means they're not getting home till you know 1 a.m or later and the schedule hasn't always been in our favor and there's been some weeknight games or middle of the week games where you still then have to go to work the next day and Sunday, I was really, really hoping the NHL was going to change the time because it's a 6 p.m. Sunday. Six o'clock, yeah. That's that's an odd time. Um, So knock on wood, hopefully the NHL makes it like a 5 o'clock because then that would be ideal. You're home back in Charlotte by like 9, 30, 10, which is great. Um, So like I was saying, those Charlotte versus Bridgeport Islander games are just – a lot easier for us here that are in Charlotte. Yep. And yeah, I mean, we're just a few minutes from downtown uptown. I keep screwing <laughs> that up uptown. I've been here six years and you know, I still get it wrong, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> and they, they do a lot of cool things. Um, you know, pre COVID days, we were able to go down to the tunnel and greet the players as they were coming onto the ice. And 
you know, a lot of the times we're getting a little rowdy and, and after the players score their goals, they'd like to like skate over to our section and like kind of bang into the glass or give us a, you know, a a stick raise fives or whatever. Yeah. 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 And it it just, it's a way more relaxed and just fun game. Less planning for me to do on my part. Yeah. So I look forward to it, and I'm really looking forward to to that weekend too. It's a, a Saturday game that they usually do 6 p.m. puck drops for in the AHL on Saturdays, so we can get out tailgate a little bit before, and then hopefully, hopefully the weather will be nice. You know, March is kind of iffy, but chances are it'll be a little warmer than I'm sure it'll be warmer than New York at least. So we got that, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it's always a fun time for sure. Well, Kevin, it, it was you know great chatting with you, even though I see you all the time, and I, I I truly mean it from the bottom of my heart. Like you are a huge, huge part of what Isles Meetups has grown to become. And even though you're not necessarily running the Tampa group anymore, you're you're still right there in the trenches with us, and we we appreciate everything you've done for the you know the the brand. I'll, I'll call it and. uh wouldn't have it any other way, but thank you. It's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a diehard Islander fan and, you know, I just love the team. I love the fans. I love getting together and cheering on the team and just having a great time. So, you know, it's a no brainer for me, you know, (laughs) and the, by the way, the Islanders are are losing two to one. My son is texting me all sorts of expletives. (laughs) He's as die. He's probably more diehard than I am right now. I'd be honest. He's, He's off the charts, right? He's, I mean, as soon as they scored the uh, the wild scored that goal just now, my phone blew up. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. And I, and I love that. I love how it's a, a family affair. We got Richmond and Buffalo are brothers. We got you and Brandon, father, son. And we, yep. we got to get some more uh, father, son duos or mother daughter duos or whatever it may be. I, I love the, the family atmosphere. Yep. It's uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. I, you know, when they were younger, I said, you guys are out of fans. That's it. <laughs> no choice in the matter. <laughs> Go find somewhere else to live. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess they were good because Usually that that's sometimes triggers kids and then they want to just be spiteful and go root for an, the opposing. Oh, they knew team. I was serious too. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't kidding around. <laughs> Hit the road. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Well, Kevin, truly a blast. Had a lot of fun. And same here. I, I'm sure I'll see you at the next meetup or I'll see you just around town. When I but, see you. Well, yep. Well, like like I said, thanks again, Kevin, and let's go Islanders. Let's go Islanders.